you, my good fella. What day is today? Today? Well, it's Christmas Day, of course. One half of Two Boys in a Balcony proudly presents... Come in and know me better, man! A special Yuletide podcast production. I am your host, Sean Sullivan. A shower cook! 25 Days of a Christmas Carol. God bless us, in 1968, two years after the sixth and final season of the show aired on ABC, Miles Laboratories introduced Flintstones Chewable Vitamins. The supplemental multivitamins for children were unique in that they tasted like candy. And while you can certainly argue about the moral responsibility of creating such a strong association between medicine and candy, what you can't argue with is the numbers. They even brag about their success in their jingle. We are Flintstone kids, 10 million strong and growing. They continue to be the leading brand of children's vitamins in their role. As unwitting supplement pitchman is one of the most lasting and prominent legacies of this modern Stone Age family. But not the only. Hi, it's day 17 of the 25 Days of a Christmas Carol. I'm Sean Sullivan, and today we're looking at one of the more audacious Christmas Carol adaptations. So audacious, it takes place centuries before the birth of Christ. Comedian and old-school game show host, resident Rod Roddy, Will Smalley, is in the hot seat. See you after the bells. So, so Flintstones... Uh, did you grow up watching the Flintstones? You're you're you were born in the in the forties, right? Nineteen forty. Um, it's a uh, I I I moisturize, uh, so that's that's why you look great. You. you do look good. Um, no, I I watched the Flintstones. I think we uh we are of the, of a close age and um a men of a certain age. Uh, that's right. TNT. Uh, there was like a resurgence of uh, uh a lot of those Hanna Barbera cartoons. Yeah. And uh, then they even had, like, Flintstone kids. Oh, I love the Flintstone kids. Mm-hmm. They did that a lot. with. They're like, oh, we're going to take the thing and make it uh, tiny. Yeah. What, what do we got? Flintstone kids, uh, Tom and Jerry kids. Um, they had uh, the Tiny Toons. Tiny Toon Adventures. I love Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah. Uh, James Bond Jr. James Bond Jr. Um, they did... Uh, uh, Hong Kong Fooies and Son. No, they didn't. No, really? no, no, they didn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's the Pebbles and Bam Bam show, which I do remember. I don't even know where I would have watched these. I was trying to think of this today, and I think it, it must have been the USA Cartoon Express. Well, I mean, it was on the on the USA didn't Network. Did you watch like Saturday morning cartoons? I did, but I don't. I feel like they weren't showing like Laugh Olympics and like a lot of the Hanna Barbera type stuff. There was. I feel like that stuff was in like syndication or there something. There was a point where like uh, I'm, I remember watching like Banana Splits, but like yeah. I, I didn't grow up with Banana Splits, but they started reshowing it. Uh, I don't know if it was like on MTV or something, but like, but yeah, they would they would show some of that stuff in in different. They didn't have Cartoon Network then, or yet, right, or, or what it was, but yeah. Um, but I was so I, the big the. No, you first. No, You're no, the guest. Okay. I was gonna say I, I'm. Uh, I was. I was a big uh, Flintstones fan, and 
I mean, we got the benefit of Flintstones fever in 94 with the movie. Oh, same. Is that the same year? No, this is 96. So the movie's 94 with, uh, of course, John Goodman and the great Rick Moranis and Rosie O'Donnell. I can pull it. I'm going to get the last one. It is the woman. She was on Weeds and she's Elizabeth Perkins. Perkins? You got it. Okay. Oh, Jesus. I get Perkins shoe. Uh, Berkeley. I get there's three mixed up, and then Elizabeth Elizabeth Perkins specifically. I confuse with Kathy Moriarty from Casper. And you could there was another Elizabeth in that movie. In the Flintstones movie, the Flintstones. Yeah. I haven't the seen bi- it. the big the biggest Elizabeth. The Elizabeth yeah. Taylor, of course. Yeah, as Wilma's mom, right? As that old I forgot skin flint. I forgot about that movie. I see my kids so the Flintstones to my children, uh, this generation exist as they probably have for a couple of generations now as uh, purely vitamins. Oh yeah. I was gonna say uh, it, the, cereal too. Right, fruity pebbles. But I'm here's the thing, I'm the only one in my house that likes fruity pebbles. Oh. Which is Total, which is the best news in the world because I have my fruity pebble. I had life cereal, and then they got a taste for that. But fruity pebbles, they don't care for. And so. that's a good thing because uh, fruity pebbles comes in the thinnest cereal box that you can ever find. Yeah, like, it's so get, thin. It's so like I don't get you're it. You're lucky. You get two and a half days out of that. Yeah, three bowls maybe. Yeah, and then. At at my market basket, they'll also sell it in like it's the size of four boxes of cereal. It's one or the other. It's it's like a little teeny, or I'm like, ah, it's a value size, and you're just like, this is this doesn't fit in the cabinet. That's the problem we got here. Love fruity pebbles. We went through a a, just a quick little. We went through a fruity pebbles went through a like a very it was a very prestigious cereal as a kid. There was a point where like we would never have it. And then, okay. And then, post must have like either their their business was going up, like they were, they everything just went down to like a dollar ninety nine, and we had it every week. Like it was to a point where we're like, all right, Fruity Pebbles. Uh, no, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I can't. I feel like that's a cereal that I, w- I had to have bought myself. My uh, my grandmother. I feel like we must have discussed this at some time. My grandmother was a compulsive uh, coupon clipper. And she would buy, uh, like, cereal in bulk. Like, anytime she went to the grocery store, she was buying six boxes of cereal. And she had 17 grandkids. So I feel like because she had so many grandkids and they were, you know, lower middle class, she wasn't getting us Christmas presents and stuff. But when we would go to her house, like, to swim because she had an in-ground pool, on the way out, she would go go to the back room, grab a box of cereal. And every grandkid, (laughs) every time we went over... We would, she would go, as we were leaving, she'd go, go get it, go get a box. She'd whisper it to us so our parents didn't hear, go get a box of cereal. Oh, f- and then we would go. And then if she had Fruity Pebbles, you'd grab those. That was a big one. Honeycomb was another one that I always wanted to grab. The, all you would post. get all the ones. That, yeah, post. Uh, and it must, it, it probably coincided with the time that your mom was like, uh, they cut the slash uh, the prices. She's giving you full-size boxes? You're like. Full-size box of cereal every time we went over. 
And then when I started dating my wife, I believe she a couple of times got to take a box of cereal too. <laughs> my grand, she just would cut coupons and she would just buy as much cereal. And then anytime a grandkid came over, they went home with a box of cereal. I don't hate that as a as no, it's great. Yeah. I mean, because there's a potential uh, for something inside it, or or save up a few box tops and. Now that that that's the trick because. It would get like true when we'd all be there for like Easter or, you know, a Mother's Day or Fourth of July or something like that. You know, then it's like, do we pass the cereal out in uh, chronological order based on birth order? Because I'm right. I'm number two right behind my brother. So even if he picks something that I wanted, I'm still getting the benefit of that. Or is it just, uh, you know, on your way out? Go. So we would we would. There would be times where everybody's down at the pool barbecue and they're lighting fireworks off and we're like in the back just like scoping it out, kind of putting a, together a wish list. It's a top five. You're coming up with like uh, different injuries to like, we got to go. We got to leave early. Oh, oh, my stomach hurts, but I really want some Raisin <laughs> Bran Crunch. <laughs> it's the worst. Um, Why would you choose Raisin Bran Crunch? Oh, Raisin Bran Crunch is great. Yeah, you know but it. it's great as an adult, as a kid. uh no, no, thank you. I loved Raisin Bran my whole life. That was that was a big. Uh, my dad liked Raisin Bran, and then I was the only person that would eat it. Wonder so. why your stomach hurts? It's all that. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? It's on its way out, dude. It's, true. it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna sting for a minute, but then whoosh, clean as a whistle. This is uh, the best cereal podcast I've, I've ever done. I'm not opposed to starting a cereal podcast on the regular if you want to do would that. Love it. Um. Yeah, so the Flintstones were that. So I want to say this right out of the gate. I hate this period of Flintstones animation, apparently, because it's too smooth. Not that I, I want like the old the, 60s, real herky-jerky. There's no charm to it. There's, there's mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, it's, and also, you know, the voices are off. You know that, like, yep. everything about it, and uh, they, the like the everyone is a version of Fred. Like I don't remember that from the show, where like a lot of the other characters are like oh, it's just like Fred with different hair or. Right. Yeah. The character design in this is super lazy. Um, but it just there's something very um, like really flat about that original like Hanna Barbera like Flintstones where it's just because it was clearly like they were just drawing like they weren't doing like they had didn't have depth to it so it just it had like a weird charm well, to that's it like the... though even where you would go like it was just like because they would just you know they're notorious for Yogi Bear and stuff like that they draw the body and then they would just animate the mouth I'm fine with yeah, that yeah no I was gonna say they're no- notorious for it's like the animation's super simple uh like uh family guy for a while was was super super simple um, right, but yeah, like uh, the there's a, there is a there's a charm to it. There's a like it's all about the sound effects with that. You mm-hmm. know, they 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 really sweeten it in other ways. And then this was, yeah, we're gonna get into it, but this was this was too much. Yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. It's just too modern feeling, and that it, it just feels wrong for the the Flintstones. It also it doesn't help that the story sucks ass. Oh. Um, <laughs> so let's get out of the way. The uh, they do the Christmas Carol in the middle, and they pretty much just do a straight telling of a Christmas Carol. Right. Uh, there's some you know variations into it, but they build this framework around it 
that it's taking place on Christmas Eve and it's the the bedrock community players are putting on a Christmas carol on Christmas Eve, which is like right. Maybe. Okay. You know, that's that's pretty Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol did the same thing. It's Magoo starring in a play version of it. I mean, you're living in cave times. What else are you going to do on Christmas Eve? What are you going to do? You're going to watch TV at home. I do believe they had televisions, if I recall correctly. They had everything I else. I mean, they <laughs> they have blinking lights. Yeah. How's that how is that happening? I think at some point uh, they do put some uh, lightning bugs in a I lantern that, to right. make a light. So it's I cut them some slack on that. Uh, my big thing is that um, we have a there's a huge elephant in the room with the Flintstones Christmas Carol. And see if you can help me parse this out, because I've always been under the impression that the Flintstones were America's uh, favorite uh, prehistoric family. Right. This is taking place in. Uh, in a time where dinosaurs roamed the earth and uh, which and coexisted with man, which I, I believe it turns out that never happened. But uh, certainly we could uh, we could agree centuries before the birth of Christ. Can we agree on that? Yeah, I mean, no, if this is taking place B.C. No. Oh, right. Yeah. No, there's no uh, there's no uh, recognition of of a savior. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if they had Christmas at all, it would it would have to be by nature be a secular celebration. But I I don't think the Flintstones would have celebrated Christmas. Well, uh, now, alternatively, we could be living in some sort of post-apocalypse. But is this breaking open the the sort of ruse that is Christianity? Like, are we saying maybe maybe Christmas existed? before christ maybe jesus christ oh. was named after christmas and not the other way <laughs> around and the flintstones oh. have it historically accurate that you know i hadn't even i hadn't even considered that this was the true telling of christmas and that it was co-opted by the church i hear i'm going well who are these fools to be fooling around with a holiday for a savior that's not born yet oh wow yeah, i mean it's who who knows that wakes that makes much more sense than my alternative theory that the bombs fell in 2022 <laughs> and that all the dinosaurs are just mutated insects and that's all that's left is <laughs> wait is this a future uh, you know, is this the future now or is this like a i'm i'm positing that it's possible because at what at I one think... point the jetsons and the flintstones meet in a movie yep. and you forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, they tried so hard to bring the Flintstones and the Jetsons back. I went to, wait. Uh, I went to the Jetsons movie, like in the, in the. So theater. did I. Yeah. I remember going to the Westgate Cinema with my mom. My mom never took us to the movies, but she took us to see the Jetsons movie because she was such a fan of the Jetsons as a kid. I went. I went to the East Side Theater. Oh, dollar fifty, oh, baby. Yeah, baby. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. I didn't even actually think of that the entire time i was watching that uh, that uh, this is <laughs> before it just pre it predates the the what you and i in our in our uh 2020 minds perceive as the true origins of christmas but i think you i think you've just cracked open a, a whole i said we get dan brown on the horn and this is the new da vinci code <laughs> <laughs> i would i've never read the da vinci code i've never seen the da vinci code i would read 
uh, the Flintstone code. <laughs> uh, the Flintstone of uh, I got nothing. I'm so tired. Um, well, it, it it sounds like you might write for the Flintstones. Some of those those some of the some of the rock puns are moly, really dude. good. And some of the rock puns are just like, just add rock to it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like sometimes they they put it in places. It's just like, just you know what? Just let it be Ebenezer. It doesn't need to be Ebonezer. <laughs> Marbly. Which I, dude, Jacob Marbly actually did yeah, get me a little bit. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> um, uh, blooming. Uh, what was it? Blooming slates or something? Blooming shales. Well, it's gotta be blooming shales. Uh, oh, can we, can, can we talk about that right right off the bat? Well, I mean, yeah, we so it's Christmas Eve. Uh, Fred is, uh, Fred is cast as Scrooge in the Bedrock Community Players. He's so excited about it, and he's being kind of a dick about oh, it. Oh no! Um, and uh, he's on his way out. He's got to go down to work, and he's got to drop pebbles down at the Cave Care Center. Oh, cave Care Center. Um, where I, now I don't want to to get into the gender roles of the Flintstones. I was under the impression that Wilma did not work, so it seems uh, fiscally irresponsible to be sending their daughter to daycare when they could just socialize at home. Just for they just for one day, though, right? It's, I mean, it seems like it's just one day because they're well, Wilma is working in this. That's in this true. Nineteen ninety four, ninety six edition of uh, the Flintstones. Um. Can we talk about the worst? Probably the worst. Uh, I'm sure there's a hierarchy of of bir- like bird jobs. <laughs> yes. And uh, fucking diaper bird has got to be the worst uh, job for a prehistoric bird. Did they show a diaper? They didn't show a diaper the, bird. The, the bobby pin was a little bird that held the diaper together. Oh my god! Like I feel like, no. <laughs> like what? Wh- why do you need a bird? Those. Just all day all long, your 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 ki- all kids just have two birds strapped to their ass to keep the shit in. <laughs> what? Oh this no! Sounds, I didn't. This pay. sounds prehistoric to me. Yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah, this is this is pre-industrial uh, revolution. I mean, ah, uh, that's got That's a rough. I one. mean, they they well, they crammed in the the uh, the famous like Flintstone. It's a living line that they that yep. every every animal bird or whatever has to say, and I don't know if they actually get paid. I don't think they get paid to be a diaper bird. No, and, and you know what I mean the the garbage disposal under the sink. He's not going home at the end of the day. That's just he lives there. It's a living. He, they've clipped his wings. He cannot fly. It's my living hell. Yeah, I just I'm praying for death. I can't um, eat anymore. So they uh. They go. Uh, uh, Fred drops uh, the the baby off. Fred and Barney go down to uh, the quarry where they work. We do the the fun. Uh, the Fred wants to run lines with Barney because Barney's Bob Cratchit. No, he's not. And what is he? Oh, he's Bob Craggit. Um, Bob Craggit, which is that is <laughs> that's not gonna fly in twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not putting Craggit into a, uh, a holiday special and then having to repeat it over and over again without getting a letter. <laughs> the hell did he just what did say? He say? Um, I mean, it makes me think I could do my own version of. 
What, what are we doing? I, it's I a mean, wonderful I, life. Oh, that's next oh. year. I um, it's not next year. It's not next year. I've talked myself out of it. Um, there is. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Barney does the famous uh, slide down the brontosaurus, and right. that was nice to yeah. see. It was not Fred. Fred's so uh, preoccupied with their job of uh, dinosaurs picking up snow and moving the snow. They're not breaking rocks today. I mean, this also. There's a couple of things that we 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 glossed over, but the the uh, the clothing attire in winter is just is ridiculous. I don't know, like. Yeah, it's not it's not practical. It's not practical uh, at all. I mean, Fred's wearing a scarf sometimes, but other than that, I'll be honest. It's it's entirely possible that this is the beginning of the ice age, oh, and uh, they don't know what it is. Yeah, they don't know what this is. Uh, they know no different. Um. I just want to say that there, there's a, a fake, uh, there's a Santa up front in this kid's show, in this kid's movie that... Yes, who removes his beard. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> other other uh, shows have done that in the past, or it's just like, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, Santa's real, right? Usually in the end, it's like, oh, my God, we're, who put this president on the tree? Oh, it must have been Santa, and they prove it real. Well, yeah. This is just like, we, we... now nah, I'll see you at the play. We watched uh, we watched Elf yesterday, and Bob Newhart in the beginning of it, as he's explaining to Will Ferrell, like about how New York City is and how people don't believe in Santa, and Will Ferrell's like, "What? I don't. What are you talking about?" Bob Newhart lays it all out, and then it's just like I was like, "Oh shit! I forgot this part. I don't even. I don't want to introduce the idea that this could even possibly be something right. that people don't believe in." <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, they they cover their tracks pretty good in that. But this one, it's just like there's no in the end, like and then Santa, and it's not a recognizable character. There's not like a there's not a, a depth to the Flintstones cast where you could be like, oh look at that, it's um J uh J Boulder. <laughs> hey J Boulder, I didn't recognize you. It's it's not just like, it's just a guy that looks like exactly like Santa, then proving that he's not Santa, and yeah, he's just. just He's got his uh, stag card. The thing to keep in mind is that this aired in 1996, and any kid who, well, I mean, that's what I'm trying to remember because I was watching Christmas specials. How what about 1996? I'm 13. I might have been out of it by then, but I used to remember getting that TV guide with the uh, the the holiday preview, and it would outline. All the Christmas specials that were going to air, Robot Man, Garfield, <laughs> all the comic strips that just for one one day a year had their own cartoon. Um, the uh, Bloom County, the Wish for Wings at Work with Bill the Cat and the Little Penguin guy. Nobody ever bring. Nobody uh, ever. I brought up Robot Man so many times to people, and they're like, oh, I don't care. "Robot Man was where it's at." I. It's not. It was never a favorite of mine. I never liked the uh, Monty. Monty. I associate Robot Man too much with Monty, which I fucking oh, hated. No, they, Monty. they were great. Uh, I don't think I. I just maybe I didn't get it, or maybe it was not for yeah, me you're as not, a child. You're not smart. But I remember we had the Disney Channel, and there was like a for better or worse Christmas special, a family circus Christmas special. Like I don't know what it was about comic strips in particular that they would they couldn't greenlight a whole series because nobody's watching a for better oh, or worse. Oh my god. Television show. Well, they made that show. It's called This Is Us. 
yeah. What do they? Yeah, this is us, man. Uh, but I feel like that's what, like, for better or worse, it's just like we're just gonna. I'm just gonna <laughs> every. Oh, cancer. Oh, yeah, we'll do it in Sundays. <laughs> the problem with for me was that I was always under the impression that if it wasn't fucking Spider Man, Tarzan, or the Nature Comic in the, in the Brockton Enterprise Sunday yeah. Funnies. All of the comic strips were supposed to be funny, and it never occurred to me that, for better or worse, wasn't funny. I just thought I wasn't getting the you joke. Just wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay. I'm gonna. This is. This will make sense when I'm older. Uh, but it turns out, no, it's it's not. It's not. It's no Mary Worth. No. Uh, I am. I, I was born in 1940. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think if there are other. There was a Ziggy uh, Christmas special. I remember that. Yeah. Um. And then I'm sure the rest of the Hanna Barbera. There was always a Yogi Bear. This, Remember the big collaboration ones. I always liked those. I always liked the team up ones. And the Flintstones never got into that kind of stuff. No, but this this would have been in maybe the that TV guide. This would have been right, and this this would have been in that wheelhouse where you were like, oh, ooh, finally, finally, the Flintstones are going to take on Charles Dickens. And they really just and, did a lot of this. I mean, I know it's the same story, but like, it really harkened back to the the Disney one, in a lot of scenes. Yeah, I mean, so they hit. I mean, I think I think that just talks to how good that Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol is. Yeah. That this has the same structure. I mean, the 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 key to this one is all the shit around the play. So so they're at the the quarry. Right. They they sail off and then and then Barney goes oh tomorrow's hey hey Fred hey Fred Barney That's my Barney <laughs> oh my goodness Fred Flintstone is that you Barney That's all I can do <laughs> Oh I like that, that That's a all lot. That's all That's from Pretty Pebbles commercial Fruity Pebbles yeah. commercials Yeah <laughs> I forgot that they were animated Barney Where's my pebbles <laughs> hey, That's right because Barney's Barney's whole thing was to try to steal the fruity pebbles That's or the cocoa pebbles. Every cereal commercial is about how do I fucking steal this cereal from somebody? Uh, but you're always rooting for Barney because everybody likes Barney better than they like Fred. Oh, my Fred God. Sucks. Fred would be the worst to hang around with. So uh, he reminds Fred that tomorrow's Christmas and Fred fucking blow, totally, completely forgot. Um, And this further i think cements the idea that there's no real santa in bedrock because well because jesus wasn't born yet yeah so he's got to go to uh blooming shales and he's gonna get he's trying to find something quick last minute he buys the the dress for wilma which we will never ever even if the flintstones aired today we would never see her in anything but that white dress Never seen her. She's got a particular taste. She got a taste, but he's gonna buy her a dress, and uh, he's gonna buy Pebbles a uh, a pig dinosaur doll or something. Right. And then he's gonna then he's then he's waiting in line to gift wrap, but he he can't stick around because this is opening night. He's, he's gonna get down to the theater by four o'clock. By four o'clock for for so he just hands shit to some kid. To go stand in line, get this wrapped, and then I will come back and get it. No, yeah, had no idea who the kid is. No, ask for a name. No, he's hey, not. He's hey. not thinking. He's a he's a star of a community theater play. Yeah, and the biggest gift of all is going to be his performance tonight. 
He he was great. So he he does a nice job. We gotta we gotta give it to credit where credits due. The guy can act. Uh he uh he goes to the theater. Oh, he, Jesus Christ. This was so stupid. He gets. runs out of the store, gets in his car, and then he's just fucking hauling ass. And he blows right through a red light right in front of a cop who pulls him over and then goes, hey, 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 Fred, it's me. Uh, whatever my stupid cop pun name is. His, I, I, <laughs> I thought initially it was Lionel Quartz. It is his last name is Quartz. It's not Lionel. Okay. It's Philo. Philo Quartz. Philo Quartz. Yeah. I don't I don't know. What's the pun there? Well, Quartz. Quartz, Quartz is, is, a, is a Quartz is a type of yeah, rock. But Philo. But initially when it was Lionel, I was like, oh man. That's Lionel Quartz. It's a I mean he's a a, a a black gentleman. And I just thought they were it's just, oh, doing like a Lionel Richie? Yeah, I don't know what they were doing, but see, my my head went right to to Lionel Hutz. Oh, who is is not a black gentleman? I thought he, I thought he was uh, a train, a Lionel train. Oh, <laughs> you, know, you were like choo choo. Oh no, a train boy's here. <laughs> uh, uh, I wonder if Thomas the Tank Engine did a Christmas Carol. Ooh, I gotta get I gotta get on that for season two. Oh God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he gets pulled over the, and he, and. and but there, it was such a, it was such a innocuous. It was just like nothing. It was like, oh, all right, get out of here. Oh, you gonna go to the show? Never mind. I got tickets. Do good. Well, he's supposed to be in it. The cop is. Philo is supposed to. No. Supposed, oh, he was. Yeah, he's supposed to be in it. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. He, oh. He's supposed to be the ghost of Christmas uh, future, and it turns out in the end, I won't. Well, I don't want to spoil that right away, but. Oh yeah. But, but that's he's supposed to be that guy. Oh, I missed that. I I'll be honest with you. I did fall asleep for a couple minutes towards the end of this thing and have not had time to go back to it. But I did, I woke up for the finale. So he gets into the theater. Wilma's Wilma's mad. Betty's doing makeup. Uh Mr. Slade is kicking around. He's one of the, you know, the only other characters that has a name that appears multiple times. Right. He wanted to be Scrooge, but he's Marley's ghost. They just dump flour on his head. Uh, he's just a, he's a spooky I don't, ghost. I don't remember if Slade in the show was a, was like a, a bad guy, but uh, he's pretty good in this. He's pretty like a, he's not a, an asshole like Spacely. Right. He's, yeah, Spacely, way better character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Slade's just kind of a square who just runs the quarry, I think. And, and, uh, you know, I, the stuff with the, the Flintstones is that it's not, it's, it's almost cliche to be like, well, it's not really for kids, but I don't think it is. Cause it's all, it's dealing with like, you know, he's down at the, you know, the fucking VFW hall every night with the fucking water Buffalo boys. And he's bowling all the time. It's just, it's the honeymooners. But animated, right. and it was in prime time, so it's you know specifically geared toward adults. Did I you, think. Did you know that? Uh, and I, I went into even before you asked me to do this, I started watching Flintstones on HBO Max because uh, they have it all there. But the 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 original theme song is not. It's just like a, like a little jazzy little number. It's just like oh, so not until season four do we get the like. Flintstones yeah. beat the Flintstones. So I put on the first. I put on the very first episode, and I'm like, 
what the fuck is this? Like, oh, and then no. I, I went through each of the seasons. I'm like, where, what, like, when did, did it coincide with them going to color? Uh, no, no, it was, this was, I mean, these were in color, but maybe they were done. Oh, okay. Done after the fact, but, uh, I don't know. It just was, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that what we knew as the theme song, that was not always the case. Yeah, we get kind of a, uh, it's, um, they play the theme song at the beginning, but it's kind of uh Christmas carol lead up. I did like that. Um, it was nice. You know, it was little bells and uh, it, it felt, it didn't feel like it wasn't a Christmas song. If you want to uh, hear a really bad Christmas song, uh, listen to uh, Brian Setzer Orchestra's uh, Yabba Dabba Do. Christmas something it's it's just basically the Flintstones <laughs> hold on <laughs> no it's real just it's a Flintstones like Christmas song that he took the Flintstones theme uh like melody and made his own Christmas song to that but like big big band jazz swingy style I I don't it's re- it's it's really bad and uh you but what a what a what I I I don't know if we have time to unpack that. I don't know if I can see straight anymore. <laughs> I, he I, I hold on. Brian Setzer. Yeah, but yeah, but dabba do Christmas or something. Yabba. You know, if it doesn't come up with just Yabba, let's see. Yabba dabba Yuletide. That's it. Merry, Merry Christmas and a happy holiday to fucking the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my life who's that for <laughs> i have no idea i don't even like because it's not like it was in it wasn't like in this or maybe maybe it's in another funstones christmas something but uh that came out in 2015 who is that for who what is, oh my god should we should we check in on brian setzer is he is he just uh is he just taking his childhood memories and going, All right, I'm gonna I made a song and they're like, Wow, Brian, that's that is not necessarily your song. Meet Santa Claus. <laughs> his wife, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrendous. I can't wait to play that for my kids and then have them just look at me like I don't I don't we don't get this. I'll be like, it's the theme song to the vitamins. <laughs> What's, who's um, Brian Seltzer? <laughs> oh wow, what a discovery, huh? We keep that we that we keep learning every time we do this. Do you remember the Fred Flintstone uh, spy movie? What? I think it was. Ah, uh, damn it! I meant to look this up too. Fred Flintstone made a, a. There was a. They they made a bunch of movies in like the seventies or the eighties, I think. Fred Flintstone spy. I just I saw I just wrote down soy. That's that's not it. So at this point, if anybody <laughs> yo, is still listening, yo soy Fred Flintstone. Yeah, Fred Flintstone spy movie. 
The Man Called Flintstone from 1966. What? Yeah, he's uh he's like a secret he get, he he's mistaken for a secret agent and he gets sent on uh you know cuz they I think they go to Europe or whatever the hell the prehistoric version of Europe is. <laughs> but they're always flying on like pterodactyls got buses tacks like strapped to them. I assumed it was still all Pangea. And it was just one <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's that's probably you're probably you're probably right. I mean, you can still um, go to Europe. I'm sure I'm sure it was uh not an easy feat to you get know, there. You know, it's just it's just twisted sideways on top of Africa somehow uh, because the plates haven't shifted. I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I think probably be a fun, uh, fun watch of uh, how they make a sort of high tech spy gear out of fucking rocks and uh, stones. Yeah. Maybe we do that as uh, we get the boys together and we do a, we do a fun night of watching the man called Flintstone. <laughs> um, Christmas. It's time for Christmas. <laughs> I can't believe that exists. Um, so then they get into the, they start the show, and it's a pretty straight version of uh, a Christmas Carol. You know, there's some puns here and there, but they don't they don't cut as much as you would think. Oh my god, it's so I so when we were like, oh, you can do this Flintstone thing, and I was like, oh great, uh, I'll let me watch, let me that I I want to do that, let me watch that. I I was like thinking it was a 40 minute special max max 40 minutes it is this thing's like an hour 15 no it's an hour it's like an hour and 20 it's a full it's a full movie and when they started getting into the like how in-depth that play was i was like Mm -hmm. they're gonna have to like skip over some things or or this is and i checked the time i'm like there's still an hour left in this thing no, in fact, they don't skip over anything, but they do add in uh, uh, stage transitions and costume changes. We get to watch all of that in real time. They get uh, the uh, narration from Charles Brickens. Oh, yep. Which that one doesn't even make a lick of sense because a brick is not a natural thing. That's something that was formed out of clay. You know, who did the, uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Sliders did the, the voice of that? Uh, Jerry O'Connell. No, Jonathan. Uh, or uh, uh, the fuck out of here from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark Maximi- and the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, Charles Brickens. John Nothing. Uh, rise, uh, rise, rise. Reese Davies. Uh, yeah, Reese Davies. Son of a bitch. I I looked at the cast list and I was just like, oh, no one's famous in this thing. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, son of yeah, son of a gun. He does a a nice job then. Yeah, he's pretty good. What a weird career that guy had. It starts out comes out in the early 80s. He does the Indiana Joneses. And then he does Sliders for 100 years. And then he's in the three Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, I mean, and wait, also he's also in the Flintstones Christmas Carol. That's true. He he does. You skipped uh, over that but, one. Know, the biggest the biggest credit of his career you skipped over. Uh, Highest rated television special I'm, on I'm that sure. night in 1996. He must have done a lot of voiceover stuff. I mean, he's got he's got a great voice, yeah. uh, and I believe he's still with us, still talking to this day. Uh, so we go, we do the we do the the Jacob Mar- Marley scene and, and then all the stuff, and then they Marbly, then they transition to they're going to start doing the ghost. But uh oh, now here's the twist. This is where I got excited, and I thought maybe we could have some fun given our you know our our con- current working conditions. Uh, you and I, uh, you know, regularly would play board games, you know, roughly once a week at once every other week. We spend a lot of time together, you and me. True. And uh, we haven't seen each other in person in eight months. 
really sad. Because because this goddamn bedrock bug, <laughs> this worldwide <laughs> worldwide pandemic. I, I'm really just happy that the uh, you know the past few days the we're gonna date it a little bit, but we uh we passed the they, they passed the vaccination for the bedrock bug, and it's gonna be yeah. Oh Jesus, it's gonna go to the the first uh, first res- respond. I'm trying to think uh, of like a stone. <laughs> First Restoners. Oh, that's not, not bad, bad. Not bad. Not great, but oh, they, uh, also the Health Cave Workers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the Bedrock Bug is taking out the cast one by one. Goes to Christmas Pass, goes down and goes down hard. Her face is listen green. I would love it if COVID had such tells. That right. that you just saw someone go, and their face turned green. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, bedrock bug. COVID. No, yeah, no, no, no one in this cast is asymptomatic. Anybody that comes down with this thing comes down with it full blown. Oh, uh, so she's out. So Wilma uh, happens to know all the roles and all the lines. So she's gonna come in as the ghost of Christmas past. And this, there must have been a shortage in the auditions because they got a duel cast everybody fred has to play not only scrooge but he has to play young scrooge which you don't often see right right um here's here's the thing on on this on this play is when i was when i was understanding how long this movie was and i realized they're going deep into into these these scenes and i was like my initial reaction when i saw the stage i was like it's a fucking deep stage like yeah, but then then they do a like a once upon a time in Hollywood type thing, where you're seeing the play, but you're not seeing the like the way a play would be. It's that no. you're full on, it's 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 full on. There's there's uh, there's no you're in a you're in prehistoric Victorian England, yeah, and you're going in and out of buildings. You're flying all around. It is a thing that, uh, Magoo's Christmas. Carol does this as well, where it takes place. They put this framework of like a theatrical production around it, yeah. and then instantly just toss that away, and then just do a version of a Christmas I mean, Carol. Why wouldn't you have animation? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do as yeah? But it's just a, it is a weird thing. I was like, oh, all right, we're we're going full, full. Why don't why don't we just have this fucking movie without the? I don't know why they didn't. So keep that. You know what I mean? Fred being the diva leading up to the production, but then have Fred be visited by the three ghosts because, you know, spoiler alert, skip to the end for a second. We'll come back. But his he's the one that, as the character Scrooge, experiences the transformation because of the play. But then as a, a the as he, the guy actor that's being a shithead, he also is transformed somehow. He just loves his wife still. Yeah, I, I, the 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 arc on Fred in this is not great. Like, no, it just he ends up with the presence, and then it's like, <laughs> I don't like, I don't. He, yeah, he learns nothing. He didn't. He says yes to going to his mother in law's house, and that's about the the amount that he is given. But we're not even told like early in the thing where he's like, I'm not going to your mother in law's house. That's totally introduced in the eleventh hour. <laughs> Oh, Fred! That's, oh, thank you. This this is the real reason why I've been pissed at you for the last seventy five minutes. You, oh, we forgot to tell the audience, but 
Yeah, yeah I was going to say, go ahead. The, the, no, that's, oh, no, that's it. We, we forgot to tell the audience that uh, uh, he forgets to pick up his daughter at daycare. <laughs> right, which is tough to do. That's, that's, it's hard to, and Barney is the one that picks him up, and Barney's the one that rats him out. Uh, it doesn't necessarily rat him out, just it's kind of like, hey, I, uh, I found your kid. Uh, uh, here's uh, here's your kid. Can I have that cereal now? He's like, no, Bob. <laughs> it's so good for one word. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. Also, the daycare. I don't mean to go backwards, but they they just okay. Go backwards. Just, go forward. They just put him in a in a, a pit of snow. They're they're babies with with a loincloth on, and they just <laughs> play around in this the snow. That's all. Yeah, we don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> We've never seen this before. This sh- surely is not a warning sign. Um. So he, he does the show. He does the thing with Wilma. Wilma's giving him shit everywhere in the old flashbacks. But they do the Fezziwig scene. They do all that stuff. Then they take an intermission. And in the intermission, he remembers that he forgot to pick up the presents. So he leaves the theater. He's got 10 minutes. Rushes back to Blooming Shales. You love that. Bill. Uh, Bill, Will, <laughs> I'm so used to fucking podcasting with Bill. Will is Blooming Shales open on Christmas? No, sir. No. Why would it be no, open? They closed early. They closed early on account of Christmas Eve. I mean, I they got through that line of the, uh, I believe it was like 458. Uh, pretty, that's pretty, a lot. Pretty quickly they did that gift gift wrapping. Yeah, yeah. No, they it took all of Act One. Um. So uh, nowhere to be found. Store shut down. All dark. This this buffoon decides to break in. He uh, I did like this silent. Oh, I loved gag. it. I I I liked the gag more. Where I just thought the the bird was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, he fl- <laughs> he's not coming. He back. flies out the window like you, you think the bird's gonna kind of make a big squawk, and he just flies out the window, and you're like, oh, that's funny. But then he actually went to go get someone. Fi- yeah, he uh, Philo. Philo Quartz shows up. Uh, Fred and arrests Fred for breaking and entering. Just kidding. Fred faces no charges as a even in the prehistoric times, the goddamn white man. Uh, he uh, he brings him back to the theater. Uh, Fred's all panicked, but uh, he can't he can't focus on the fact that he lost his presence. Now uh, he's got to finish this show out because he had a he just had a break a B and E and now he's got to like oh I can't can't get my presence back uh, let me go let me go finish the the two more acts two more acts it's two more acts uh, Ghost of Christmas Present is not played by Wilma that is a gen- that gentleman has not come down with Bedrock f- Bug yet but uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present uh, for some reason his uh his modus operandi is to uh, spread Christmas cheer out of a spice shaker. Oh, right. Like he's just going around pouring salt on everything. And that's that's how he gives Christmas cheer away. Is this the giant? This is the giant, Is, it, yeah. is this Santa? Is this... Because we never actually... I don't know if we ever see Santa be like... Because he's like, I'm in the play. But I, yeah. I don't remember him being in the... I think it, I think it might be, but... All of the characters are so poorly designed that it's very difficult to tell anybody apart. There's a there's a real uh, um, I noticed the 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 beady eyed Flintstones characters. Yeah. Oh, I really hate those those. It's a real Sneeches versus the fucking star bellied Sneeches. Wilma's got the little black dots. 
I'm not going to lie to you. I prefer just the black dots. Yeah. I like the Wilma. I like the Barney. Fred's got the big white, you know, circles with the black. Yeah. I Betty's the same way. I don't know if it's a it's a, some sort of weird genetic divide in bedrock. But, where but then there's some of them. There's the 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 folks who have the circles with the like dots in it, but it's like skin the skin tone. Yeah. Then they're just the lazy animators. Yeah. I don't. I, um. I don't like. I don't like the the beady eyed. I don't like the little dots. I feel like this is we're getting into like a, a kind of a racial thing here. Or... <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to play uh, eugenicist with the Flintstones, <laughs> but uh, some of these some of these guys gotta go. <laughs> um, they, oh, they will. The the ice age is is right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, that meteor is coming. Uh, we get uh, we get the the ghost of Christmas future comes in and they do all that stuff. Um, and then we get, uh, Fred wakes up uh, on Christmas morning. He's a change man. Wilma's one of the charity people, but she's also Belle. And, and then he, he brings her to his nephew's house for the party. This, this is where you kind of start falling asleep. Is this way? <laughs> this is where I just all, yeah, I fell asleep. This is, I, I literally, in my notes say I fell asleep for a minute and then Wilma was the charity person, question mark, but also Belle, question mark. And then he brings Belle to his nephews, which is something that only happens in the film Scrooge duh, with Bill yeah, Murray. Yeah. There's no other Christmas Carol where Scrooge gets back together with the long lost this fiance. Is, it's so, it's so in, in depth. This is, it's, it's. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe when the nephew came into the office to talk to Barney and Fred. I was like, "Oh, we're, we're fucking going for this, huh?" Yeah, we're not. Okay, this is. Uh, I mean, you're 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 the one art. watching all of these. Like, it's got to be one of the more the more in depth uh, tellings of it. I uh, I mean, it for a is, ca- for a cartoon, for a cartoon for sure. This is the long other than like a straight like the Robert Zemeckis like computer generated one that's like the full story mm-hmm. the thing about this one that's so fucking weird is that they is that they spend equal time on the non-play nonsense about the buying presents and Wilma being pissed at Fred so it's like let's pick one or the other mm. i don't know that we need to do both here flintstones they don't uh particularly in 1996 when you're 30 years past your heyday they were maybe, um, they were like we're we don't have a show, let's let's go for it let's uh let's do as much as we can. Yeah, it um, I don't uh I wonder if uh this they were like ooh maybe this will be a way we can launch the Flintstones back but I'm so glad it never came back with this animation style because this is rough stuff. It's, yeah, it's a uh Bam Bam forgets his line. Uh oh, stupid ass Bam Bam. Well, what is what he? A, like a year old. Like how, what? Yeah, and and it was creepy when he was at he like said his line at the daycare. We we like said a full like, not bam bam. He was like, "What's the line, Mary? Uh, God bless us. Everyone. God bless us, everyone." It's it's uh very strange when either of them speak, because I don't recall Pebbles and Bam Bam talking until they were teenagers, hanging out with uh, Captain Caveman. Or oh whatever right, the hell they right, were doing. right, yeah. Um. Oh. Yeah. Well, where's Captain Caveman? Uh, Captain K- I, I don't I don't think Captain Caveman ever really interacted with Oh, he was just on the Flintstone Kids. He was, but I don't did he ever interact with the Flintstone Kids or he just had his own cartoon? I can't remember. Yeah, you you're right. K- 
Captain Caveman, of course, uh, he made an appearance in the in the 2020 release Scoob. Oh! Exclamation point. Voiced by Tracy Morgan. Scoob. One of the one of the true highlights of that movie was Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman. I haven't. Uh, I've not um, seen it, and uh, I will not yeah, see it's it. Not good. Um. Uh, they do the curtain call, and that's when Fred uh, learns that Dino, Dino the dinosaur. <laughs> poor Philo. Yeah, poor Philo. Did he come up with a, he must have come down with a bedrock bug or something. Everybody's got this dang bug. But uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a gross Christmas in bedrock. That's oh, for sure. No, I mean, they don't have uh, proper sewage. No, no. The sanitation down there, not good. Not good. Um. It's a living. Yeah, I mean, it's just a bird that <laughs> eats shit. You're just, pu- <laughs> you're just puking into a pelican. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and where does Fred... the pelican puke, Sean? Ah, oh, Jesus! It's just it never ends. It's just it's just it's smaller, infinitely uh, lesser and lesser each each step down the chain until it's just a flea puking into a into a mite. <laughs> Um, Fred falls into a tuba. I don't, I don't, oh, is it, yeah, no, tuba monster. I don't, I, I, I fully did not understand why they, like, what is that tuba supposed to be? What, and they have blinking lights. I, I don't understand why they don't, can't have a tuba. I love, I love the idea of the orchestra pit. All the instruments are actually animals that they play. Or dinosaurs. Sure. But what was the tuba? Love that idea. How about show us that idea? Like, I, I remember there were a couple of spots where they pulled back into the audience and you could see in the house and you could see like an orchestra pit. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Why do they have an orchestra pit? That's not because I was waiting. I was dreading at some point Fred Flintstone's going to burst into song, um, which thankfully they never do. There's not a musical number. Uh, I thought we were going to get a Jetsons movie with fucking. Who's that, Debbie Gibson, or is that Tiffany in the in the Jetsons oh, movie? Oh, right, right, right. Like you, Where they do like a weird yes. psychedelic music number. We didn't, well, Luckily, we were spared all that. Uh, they do the curtain bow. Fred is uh, trying to make amends to everybody. Uh, does, in my uh, my opinion, a uh, uh, real shit job. Uh, everybody should still be absolutely pissed at him for being a dick all this time for a community theater play. Oh, sure. Um, but then he gets... Uh, he gets to the bedrock bug, but, but Wilma's Wilma's quick on that. She's looking at it. She's doing the math. Twenty four hours. This thing's in and out. Still plenty of time. Fred's gonna be able to go to Elizabeth to, uh, Taylor's house. Yeah, to go to Elizabeth Taylor's house for Christmas Eve dinner. Christmas dinner. And then my last uh, note is uh, just just a just a real just a why. Why does this exist? Yeah, I what? I don't. Uh, I did not. I thought when you presented the choices to me, uh, I there was a few cartoon versions that you presented, and uh, I was like, you know what? I I love the Flintstones. I have fond memories of the Flintstones, and maybe I don't. Maybe when I. <laughs> Maybe if I go back and watch it all, I'm 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 gonna be like this fucking sucks, but this was not like I wanted to to enjoy. I, uh, this was a a Saturday night that I I spent my Saturday night watching mm. uh, 
this Christmas movie, and I thought this is going to be a nice little thing, and it was not enjoyable. And it's I don't think it's even because we were doing like homework on it. I just it's not good. It's not good. No, there. So I there have been uh, there have been bad uh, movies that I've had to watch for this this thing that I completely volunteer this this task and this burden that I gave myself. Yeah. But there have been there have been great ones and there have been bad ones and this is one where it's just like this is this was tough. It stung extra that I wasn't able to get this watched while I was doing something else. I had to. This was one where I was like, oh, I'm not gonna have time to watch this during the day. You gotta watch. This is my Saturday <laughs> night, and it's it's too long for me. I put it on and I was like, all right, can I? Am I gonna be able to watch something good after this? No, I think I'm gonna have to go to bed. It's, yeah, and that's that's not a great feeling. It's too. It's, when you just, it's too long. You like, you don't need all like all of the depth. Like we get it. It's the uh, and this is the that's the thing. This this thing is this would have had to have aired if this airs on television. Ninety minutes minimum. This might have been a full two hour airing with commercials oh yeah yeah oh maybe that maybe that's why maybe they're they but they're they're like the last uh what's the the last not the last scene but where he like yells out the window to uh fezziwig like what day is it yeah there's a i mean there's like a scene where he like bumps his head on the window and i was just like they had to write that out like i I just that that scene in particular just struck me weird because it was just like a group of people wrote this out and were like, and then he's going to bump his head on this thing in, in excitement. Like I it just, it really, it, it, yeah, I don't know. They're, it's they're doing punch up on a thing that doesn't need punch up. This, this thing should have been do a Christmas special where, where Fred fucks up and he forgets to buy presents. Right. And he has to figure something out. Maybe he has to make presents or Christmas isn't about gifts. You could you could work it in there like that. Or just do fucking Fred Flintstone Scrooge and do a Christmas Carol with all your rock puns. I'd be fine with either of those things. The two of them together, just it's uh, it's peanut butter and applesauce, man. Doesn't taste good. It's peanut butter and applesauce. What? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of something that wouldn't taste good with that peanut butter. And I, you know, what? I'll stand by it. I don't think applesauce and peanut butter go. But here's also oh, here's I think here's where the analogy really shines is. You there's there's a like uh maybe maybe that's good. Like that's what oh, watching this movie you're yeah. like this is maybe this is gonna be great. And it, all right, I'll take a chance. And it's not. It's it's tough stuff. Uh, this one is not. This is not one that uh, makes it to air every year. Oh no! I don't think this this was not a perennial classic like uh, Charlie Brown or Rudolph. Um, I yeah. I, I was trying to figure that out. Um, what are the new Christmas specials? And I just, I don't know. The I, new Christmas specials? Are there new Christmas specials? I don't think there are. It's all Netflix, you know, shit that my kids like. Yeah, the, I mean, the, uh, the, the newest Christmas movie that I think, like, made its way into the classic, as you mentioned, it was Elf. Like, that's... that's yeah, that is the last big one. That's the last big one. Um, um, yeah, the Family Stone didn't have the staying power that we had hoped. Family Stone, Flintstone. Oh, 
Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying here. I'm trying to connect the dots. It's 10 o'clock on a Sunday as we record this. We're both sleepy boys. We got to work. But uh, originally the Flagstones. Is that the original name of the Flintstones? Was a Flagstones? Flagstones. Oh, my God. Give the guy who switched that name $10 trillion because that's. Yeah, the Flagstones isn't going six seasons, but the Flintstones. Oh, yeah. We were if they stuck with the Flagstones, we'd be all be chopping down on Jetsons vitamins. J- the Jetsons. Yeah, but those would be those would be like uh, uh, like suppositories. <laughs> right, it'd be a complete meal replacement because in the future we have to be so efficient when we're making sprockets. I w- I mean, a, is there a Jetsons uh, Christmas? There's gotta be a Jetsons. I there's gotta be a Jetsons Christmas uh, special. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, like dude, like we said there. Every comic strip in the 80s and 90s got a Christmas special. Right. It's just, you know, they, they weren't they weren't smart. They didn't have the foresight to look ahead down the road and go, there's going to be a comedian in the middle of a pandemic that's so bored that he's going to challenge himself to do something completely stupid and burden all of his friends with that task as well. <laughs> uh, do you uh, before we go, do you have a do you have a version of a Christmas carol that you that you like the best? I think Are you, I mean I, I I think I mentioned it, but uh, there's there's nothing that makes me feel more more Christmassy and uh, feel good than the the Disney the Mickey Mouse. Yeah, like I it's just there. I I was a big Mickey Mouse boy as a kid. We have the same birthday, um, but uh, there's a Chris there's a Disney Christmas uh, record like an album. That I, yep. that I, as a kid, just played over and over and over, and then just that. I think I must have had that album as well. Yeah, uh, it was just so, it was songs and stuff. Yeah, right? Goofy, like Goofy doing yep. five golden rings and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, great stuff. Good stuff, but yeah, that, I think that that's gotta be that's gotta be my favorite. There's no, I mean, Scrooge as a, a as a, a movie is 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 great, but uh, I think nostalgia wise, Disney. You going Mickey Mouse? Yeah. I've always said you love you love the goddamn rat. I love the goddamn rat. You've always said that every every time you play video, you play board games in my house. You say this guy loves the goddamn rat. It. Thanks again to world class friend Will Smalley. You can follow Will on Twitter and all the social medias at Will Smalley. And if you're not, check out the old school game show. It's one of the hottest things going on in Boston. And uh, every month these guys put together such a killer show. Uh, Tomorrow on the program, it's a return guest. The very first uh, second appearance. Uh, only second appearance? Wait and see. But Ken Reed is back, and he has brought with him an episode of a show from 1990 called The Famous Teddy Z. I'd never heard of this show. I was excited to get a chance to watch it. I think you guys are going to like it. So come back tomorrow with the TV guidance counselor. He's going to give us a lecture on The Famous Teddy Z, and we'll see you guys Mañana.